You are listening to Weight Loss Made Real, and this is episode 139. I'm your host, master weight loss coach and author, Cookie Rosenblum. Today and every Tuesday, I'm here to coach you and guide you to help you end your emotional eating and lose any extra weight that you have. If you just found me, welcome, my friend. And if you're a regular listener, welcome back. Here is where we talk about your habit of emotional eating, which is the main work that I do. This is where coaching meets psychology, which meets brain science, and this is where your problem ends. So get comfy and get ready to be coached. I want to remind you today that this episode, as all episodes are, are brought to you by The Freedom Group. The Freedom Group is for intelligent people like you who are ready to stop eating from stress and learn how to make more space for more happiness in their life. You can learn more about The Freedom Group in the show notes of this episode. Now, let's get started with your coaching session. Today, here's what we're going to work on. We're going to work on this. I want you to stop saying, that's just who I am. So let's talk about the reason for this coaching session. You're trying to do something new. You're trying to change a habit and how you think and how you eat, but you keep failing. Now the failing part is normal, but it's what you do after you fail that sets the tone for whether you move on to succeed or simply keep failing. Today, I'm going to talk about why saying that's just who I am is so harmful. Now, when I talk about freedom from all the eating issues, I often say that the goal is to form new habits that feel so natural after a while that if someone asked you how you did that, you would say, that's just what I do. And that is your goal. But what I'm talking about today is different. It's taking a similar thought, that's just who I am, and using it against yourself to tell yourself that this is it. There is no way to change. This is me. You might find yourself thinking or saying this after you try something and fall down. And then you throw your hands up and you think, oh, well, I guess that's just who I am. Remember that in our work together so far, our goal for you is to become a natural eater, right? To lose the emotional eating and for it to all feel natural, as in, that's just what I do. But I hear a lot of you using a version of that phrase, that's just who I am, to keep yourself stuck. And no, that is not what you want to be doing. I want you to look honestly at yourself and see if you're guilty of using your own words against yourself. So today, I'm going to show you three things to do after a failure, instead of throwing your hands up and saying, that's just who I am. One will be learning to take responsibility for what you do in the right way. The second will be learning to ask the right questions and I will tell you what they are. And the third will be learning how to move forward after you fall down. So let's look at the problem. After you have a failure, which of course you will, with your eating plan or any other new habit that you're working on, do you say to yourself, well, that's just who I am. That's just what I do. I I never can really do this. I'll never get this right. I'll never change. This is too hard for me. 
If you say any of these things to yourself, or if you say them out loud, after you slip up or fail to do what you know you need to do, it absolutely does you no good. It's useless, and it can be harmful to your chances of change. Why am I saying that? Because when you think that's just who I am, it lets you off the hook. It gives you an excuse for your actions. It makes you feel defeated right away. And feeling defeated most likely will bring you more of the same failure. Thinking this way and talking to yourself this way prevents you from really taking responsibility for what's going on. And if you're not responsible, who is? And without responsibility, you have no authority or ability to change because you're not owning what's happening. Think about that for a minute. If you're not responsible for your results, your actions, your thinking, then you're taking away your authority to change. And without change, how will you ever get different results? How will you get the results that will get you where you want to go? Freedom from overeating freedom from emotional eating, and the whole struggle with food and your weight. When you say, that's just who I am, or I'll never be able to do this, you're making a huge generalization because you're making this failure that just happened mean that's who you are as a person across the board. You're making this failure part of your identity. It also sounds and makes you feel helpless and you are not helpless. It sounds and feels like you are the poor victim, but you're not. It also sounds permanent, like there's no way out, and it's certainly not permanent. You may think and feel like a failure when you slip up. I understand that, but what is the objective reality? Whenever you fail at some point along your path, what is the reality? Whatever you do is just an action that you took. And your actions are what bring you the results that you have in your life, for better or worse, period, right? Something happens in the world, you have a thought about it, that thought creates an emotion, a feeling about it, and your feeling leads you to do something or not do something. And doing something gives you a result, and not doing something gives you a result also. That means that your result didn't just happen out of nowhere. It didn't just happen to you. The reality is that there's a whole sequence of events that happens. The good news is that you could change that sequence next time. So the first thing you need to do after a failure is to take responsibility for it and definitely not to let it be a generalization or an excuse about you and what you're capable of. So how do you take responsibility? You start by asking yourself questions about the slip that you just had, but you have to ask the right questions. Asking questions is helpful because it allows you to identify what happened that resulted in this particular failure. And asking questions creates curiosity instead of judgment or denial or dismissal, none of which are helpful. So you might say, what happened just now? What are the actual observable and provable facts that everyone would agree on? What did I actually do? What was I thinking? And I don't mean that sarcastically, but what were you thinking right before you did what you did? What were you feeling? And what can I do next time? How can I keep moving forward? Asking these questions establishes responsibility for what you just did. 
What do I mean by responsibility? Responsibility does not mean blame. It does not mean you're judging yourself because a failure doesn't have to generalize and mean that's who you are as a person across the board. It does mean that you now have control. It does mean that you see how certain actions created the results of this failure and you now have the ability to see what happened and choose to make changes in the future. Without this part of the equation, taking responsibility by asking what happened, you're giving up your power. And remember, without power, you have no authority or ability to change. So now that you're ready to stop saying, that's just who I am, what are you going to say to yourself instead? You're going to start by being curious and asking some of the questions that I mentioned. What happened? What are the facts? What did I do? Very simply put, what did I think right before I did it? And what was I feeling when I did it? What can I do or think differently next time so that I get a different result? And how can I keep moving forward in spite of this failure? The third important part of the equation is to keep moving forward despite a failure. Moving forward is essential to your ultimate success. You might think, oh, I failed again, so I may as well give up. But it's really not helpful to keep thinking that. You have to move forward even though you failed if you ever want to reach whatever your goal is. This is really important to understand. Think about other things you've tried to do that were hard for you or were new to you or both. You may have even failed many times. Did you give up? Because if you didn't give up, what happened then? Let's look at a few examples, okay? A baby learning to walk. One of the simplest examples to understand and to relate to, because we were all babies, you don't remember, but you probably have someone in your life with a child and just picture when they're really young and they're learning how to walk and they start pulling themselves up on the coffee table or something low and they fall down. Of course they fall down. Well, what if they gave up? after one or two tries. And we said to them and to each other, well, I guess she's not going to walk. I guess that's just who she is. If we did that, we would think that would be ridiculous because we know a baby doesn't go from crawling to walking in one try. The baby doesn't give up. The baby keeps trying, even if they fall down and cry because they don't have the ability to think that must just be who I am. What's the point of trying? Luckily, right? The result is babies learn to walk because they're not thinking that harmful thought. Imagine that you're taking a difficult class that you know you need to graduate. So you're taking the course and let's just say that you get a low grade on a quiz or a project or a homework assignment. Do you just give up and quit school and say to yourself, oh, well, that's just who I am. In most cases, I hope you're saying, of course not because you knew that you needed that class to get what you wanted. What you wanted is to graduate. So you didn't give up, you kept trying, you got help, you worked hard, you studied more for the next test, maybe you looked at the answers you got wrong and made corrections for next time, and what's the result? Well, you graduated. Now it's the same thing with a new job. 
that let's say you really, really want and you worked hard for it, but it's new and things are hard to understand in the beginning, or maybe they're different from what you expected. Did you say to yourself, oh, well, I may as well quit because this is just who I am. No, you kept on and you kept at it and you learned what you needed to learn until you got it. I'll bet that you can think of other examples in your life where you didn't label yourself as someone who just overall can't do anything new. So why do we look at weight loss any differently? Why would you give up and say, that's just what I do, or that's just who I am? It simply makes no sense. So what are you going to do the next time you fail? And you will fail if you're learning something new, of course. Don't beat yourself up because that just becomes another habit. And stop labeling yourself as a victim of who you are, like an immovable personality trait. I hope that you also stop making it personal. Stop telling yourself that's just who you are. And instead, take these three steps. Take back your power by taking back your responsibility and ask questions about why the failure happened so you could learn and do it differently next time. And very importantly, don't let the failures stop you in your tracks. Move forward toward your goal in spite of the failure. That's it. So what do you want to do right now about that fail that you just had? What will you say to yourself instead of, that's just who I am? And what will you do next? These are the questions I want you to think about. And here is your action step for this week. Because you know, if you're just here listening, taking it in, nodding your head in agreement, thinking that it all makes sense, but don't do anything, nothing will ever change. And you're here because you want change. So let's do it together. So here's your action step for this week. Think of a time you tried to do something and were not successful. I want you to evaluate this fail, but be objective and find out what thought and what feeling and what you did or didn't do led you to the result if the result was failure. Failure is not a bad word. What will you think next time about the same or similar situation so that you could take a different action and get a different result? And most importantly for today, right after your next fail, remind yourself that you're going to keep moving forward. You're going to reach your goal if you keep going and stop labeling and judging yourself. Save saying, that's just who I am, for the great things that you do that become natural that you want to continue doing. Don't let this or any failure mean that you're giving up on your goal of freedom. I know that you can do this. Now that's it for our coaching session today. You know what you're going to stay focused on. You know what action step I want you to take this week. Remember, if you'd like help from me to end stress eating and emotional eating, the place to get that is in the Freedom Group. So grab your spot on the wait list. We are opening soon. You'll find the link to the wait list in the show notes. And I will see you in that Freedom Group because that is where we can work together and take what we talk about here and personalize it for you on a much deeper level. I hope to see you back here next week where we're going to continue to work on your emotional eating and that habitual overeating habit step by step. 
until they both become something you used to do. And in a good way, you'll be able to say, that's just what I do. That's just who I am, but not yet. We both know that this is your ultimate goal. So for now, this is your coach cookie reminding you that as you search for answers, keep it real, just like you. And I will see you here next week.